Hello, and welcome to the intersection of Crystal R. Emery. Crystal is a member of the Producers Guild of America, an American Association for the Advancement of Science, if then ambassador, and a member of New York Women in Film and Television. Crystal is CEO and founder of You Are You the Right to Be Inc., and she is a badass. Today's topic is The Coochie Chronicles, Part 2. Here is Crystal Renee Emery. Hello and welcome to part two of the Coochie Chronicles. As if I haven't already shared too much information about my coochie, let me take it to a whole new level. When I started becoming a quadriplegic, you know that sounds sort of weird, right? When I started becoming a quadriplegic, well, it's sort of hard to explain. My body was slowly beginning to deteriorate. I have a disease called Charcot-Marie, which is the deterioration of the peripheral nerve. So we're not going to go into that. We're going to go into the Coochie Chronicles. So I lived in an apartment on Pendleton Street in New Haven. During that time, I was getting fitted for a customized wheelchair. It had a seat pad called a Rohal that had these ridges and I guess what you might call cells on it. During the first few fittings, that pad really applied pressure directly to my coochie. After each fitting, which normally took a few hours, my coochie area just hurt. At this specific fitting one time, I was sitting in a wheelchair with all my weight focused on the middle bottom of my body which in a chair, that is your buttocks and your lady parts. It felt like I was wearing an oversized, ill-fitting tampon. No, I'm serious. That's the only way to describe it. So this male technician is there doing all the measurements and twisting and turning me, trying to fit me to my wheelchair, which I have been sitting in for two hours. I'm trying to explain to him what all this extra pressure really feels like and how uncomfortable it was getting. He could not understand. And he said to me, look, you're sitting on a very expensive Rojo cushion, which guarantees comfort. I finally just screamed out, oh my God, my coochie is being traumatized by a Rojo cushion and you. Well, nobody ever said that before, he answered matter-of-factly while turning red. Then we talked about it frankly and openly, and here's what we decided. We repositioned the rojo so that the cells would be right at the beginning of my anal area, or whatever the hell you want to call it. And then we tied off the cells in the middle of the rojo since those were the ones putting all the pressure on my Gucci. Now, can you imagine that? People say that diamonds are created from pressurized coal. Shit, my Gucci must be like a diamond factory because between my weight, sitting in a wheelchair all day, and my thighs being closed all the time, my Gucci is always under pressure. Maybe? I should change my name from Crystal to Diamond. 
Yeah, I think that's pretty funny. All right, on to the next coochie story. While still living in the tiny, tiny apartment on Pendleton, I hired a male certified nursing assistant, or a CNA for short. I can remember vividly the first time he wiped my coochie after I went to the bathroom to pee. It had taken me literally weeks to get to the point where I could even pee in his presence. The first time he wiped me down there, I just froze up. I can best describe that moment of panic. Like when you're about to lose your virginity and you just freeze up, look. And forgive me because I'm getting a little tired. The coochie is the most personal part of a woman's body and it's a delicate place. The idea of having the hand of a man other than my husband's between my legs wasn't the least bit alluring. It was just weird. It's a good thing that my first male CNA had known me my whole life. He was someone that I grew up with. I had known him and his family since I was six years old. If it had not been for him being the first male CNA, I don't think I could have ever gotten through the trauma to my psyche because at least the person I'm going through with this, he knows me and I trust him. Pendleton Street was a small place and there was only a shower in the bathroom. That meant I always got bathed in the shower chair. There were also periods that I went for months only getting a bed bath, mostly because of my home health aid situation. There simply was no one there to put me in the shower and bathe me because either the aide was injured, no one ever got injured at my house by the way, or I didn't trust the aid enough to balance me and keep me from sliding off of the chair. When I moved to my new home, however, there was this huge, huge jacuzzi bathtub in the master bedroom. Now please understand, I was never a bath person, even when I was fully able. I couldn't understand why people would sit in water that was only going to get dirty I mean, really? Isn't the whole point of bathing is to get clean? That perspective made me a shower person. But let me tell you, this here jacuzzi really changed my outlook and it was a blessing to my coochie. Bathing is a challenge for me since someone literally has to get into the bathtub with me. I was fortunate at one time to have a female aide who gave me wonderful baths, including the best bath based on coochie washes I could ever hope for. Now, this is very intimate, challenging experience. Yet this woman would always say, oh, relax, Crystal, I love you. Oh, I'm gonna take care of you the rest of your life. Unfortunately, she had another very different side to her. And then later, in a conflict with a, another staff person, that same woman referenced me things like, that bitch, she should pay me more. And she owes me more money for all the work I do. And, get this one, who watches her coochie like I do? 
I give the best coochie wash. Needless to say, she no longer works for me and has asked for her job back several times because it's the most money she ever made. I realize that my coochie has a price tag. So, now onward to the next awkward coochie story. During this time, I took a chance on another male CNA. The one that worked with me on Pendleton Street did not have transportation and couldn't get to where I was currently living. The new male CNA, who I will call the coochie technician for the sake of this narrative, knew all about that area, both professionally and personally. The coochie technician's touch was never awkward or violating, and he always took great care with what he called my lady parts. The fact that he was male wasn't as important as his care and respect for my dignity. I emphasize his gender because I have been cared for by several female CNAs whom I wouldn't want to dab drool off my chin, much less wipe my coochie. It has been my experience that women aides can be much more aggressive and indifferent when attending to that area. Also, they often don't follow the most important rule when wiping someone, wipe from front to back, as any primary care physician, gynecologist, or urologist would tell their patients. This is the cardinal rule for preventing urinary tract infections. UTIs are a chronic problem in nursing homes where patients, especially females, rely on others to be toileted or washed. When their caregivers don't observe that front-to-back regimen, they can bring bacteria from the anal area in direct contact with the urethra, resulting in troubling and often dangerous UTIs. I am always, I am always, let me repeat that for the third time, I am always aware of this risk, and I insist that my aides clean me in the proper direction. But my coochie technician, I never had those problems with him. Now, let us fast forward to a road trip I had to take to attend an out-of-state conference. We had been traveling for 12 hours, and my poor little coochie was traumatized. So coochie technician had an idea to put some hot washcloths down there. And I was like a little hesitant, but I said, well, okay, let me tell you. Those hot washcloths on my coochie was the most soothing thing. And it was really, really weird because this is a person, not my husband, giving tender, loving care to my coochie, which is traumatizing by itself. And it made me feel much better. But I wasn't sure if I should shout hallelujah or go to confession and say 10 Hail Marys. Look, it's really difficult to be in a situation where you can't take care of your private parts. Last year I had some uterine surgery and I bled all the time for weeks. It was a lot for somebody to clean up day after day 
Can you imagine having a guy who's not your husband taking care of all that mess? But my coochie technician, he was good at what he did. And more importantly, he didn't make me feel ashamed or humiliated about my situation. He had worked in hospitals and approached this as a professional, but it is the personal side of his approach when he would say, if I was sick like this, I would want somebody who cared to take care of me, and I'd bless him for that. The long and the short of all of this, and all further Coochie Chronicles, and as you guys recognize, that my voice is starting to get really tired, but that's part of having a condition that affects your lungs. But it doesn't affect trying to give you insight into issues that people don't want to talk about. So, for the future Coochie Chronicles, there are a lot of issues around the Coochie Chronicles care for someone like me who depends on others to take her to the bathroom and to wash that area of her body. I started writing down these stories because they were just so crazy. I mean, the time that BB, my favorite aide, used to scrub down there so much that all of a sudden I had three gray hairs. She put a whole new meaning to, I'm gonna wash the black off of you. I think it's important that you understand what a day in my life really looks like. If there's any moral to these musings, it is be kind to your coochie. And if you are taking care of somebody else's coochie, be extra kind because you're actually mining the development of a diamond. Oh my goodness. This is Crystal R. Emery signing off. Namaskar. Thank you for joining us on this episode of The Intersection of Crystal R. Emery. Subscribe if you like today's episode and want to receive notifications when new episodes are available. New episodes will be available every Monday and Thursday. If you would like to learn more about or support Crystal's work, please visit URUTheRightToBe.org. You can also follow Crystal on Twitter at Crystal R. Emery or at Changing Stem. Music is provided by Jay Hogard featuring I Am Free from his album Harlem Hieroglyphics. Stay tuned for next week's episode. Namaskar.